Full-time art, life is kind of shocking like it's Pikachu's One day we rockin' and we hate the things that we produce Hard to keep a roof, we gonna speak the truth Forget the P's and Q's and beat the blues By tuning in to Peep the Zero Suits Hi! Hey! Hello, hello! Long time no speak to you and you listen Yeah, it's been a minute It has been more than a minute But Do we still know how to do this? Yeah, for sure this is the uh, Zero Suits, Suits podcast, podcast. situation. situation. <laughs> we were saying a little bit of a question inflection in there. Like we so really much, didn't know. It was so much easier than I than I thought. Yeah, pretty simple stuff. We're not <laughs> rocket scientists here. <laughs> Just doing our podcast. I'm really happy. I'm really happy to be doing this and be yeah. back with you. Yeah, yeah, I just I want to apologize, everybody, that we just like dropped off for a month. It was a lot after the election. It was just, yeah. I think emotionally, both of us couldn't do more than the bare minimum. Yeah. And so it took a full month of just like the anxiety over how that thing would unfold for us to be like, okay, I can be a person again. Yeah. Yeah. It's taken a minute for that to settle down and to be able to have coherent thoughts <laughs> about things. Yeah. Besides just like, make it to the end of the day. Make yeah. it to the end of the day. Yes. Okay, yeah. good job. Go to sleep. Yeah. We hope that you're doing okay. Yeah. We hope that your past two months have been all right. And we'll start this thing off with some church announcements. Let's do it. Cool. So you, head on up there. I was, am I heading it's, up You're heading up there. All right. Here we go. There you go. We have a new desk and it doesn't... It doesn't... You're, I don't get the and real church clogs, clogs feel. They're not as potent. Cloggy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, I'm doing good other than like this piercing headache I've had <laughs> since Thanksgiving. I know. It, I think it's a combination of looking at my phone too much and drinking too much rosé. Yeah. Uh, every time you drink too much rosé. Every time. It's always the rosé. <laughs> It's like a doctor will be like, have you been drinking rosé? Yeah, I know. Well, a little bit. A bit. <laughs> how, many, how many nights a week do you have rosé? <laughs> yeah, um, but that was, we did, we did imbibe quite a bit. Well, yeah. not we, I think just you. Just me, yeah. Um, but other than that, doing pretty good. Yeah. I've been painting yeah. a bunch over the past month. We have uh, an unfinished attic that we were too scared to go into for the past three years. And I still am. I don't need to see any dead critters or like, I just imagine the worst. The last, the last time that I went up there was yeah. when the person showing us this apartment was like, oh, you have this crawl space that turns into an attic. And yeah. I went up there and I was like, okay, the, the way my asthma is set up, like yeah. I can't be up here. And there was a dead bird did. up there. Yeah, I, think I knew uh, that. Yeah. I remembered that a dead critter. There, I didn't make that up. Thank no, no, no. you. Yeah, there's there was a there was a dead bird up there. It's nope. gone now. I don't. Somebody removed it. Somebody. The other critters. Right, I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I really don't want to go. Um, but it's a it's a very weird space. It's unfinished. Mm-hmm. But there's like a setup for a bathtub. And like a toilet and a sink. So at some point, people lived up there, it seems like. and Spooky. It's got a very, very spooky vibe. Yet not more to reasons mention, for me to not want to go up there. <laughs> yeah. It's also got asbestos vibes, <laughs> which, uh, you know, 
just add to the flavor. I f- he feel wears like. a mask for anyone who's, who's. I do wear a mask. Scared for him. I, I wear, wouldn't allow it. I wear. I think it's called like a P one hundred. If you've ever played the game Metal Gear Solid, Psycho Mantis has a mask like that. Okay. Very yeah. very specific reference. But. Yeah, I, I didn't get it. <laughs> but all you Metal Gear Solid fans, <laughs> you'll know what I'm talking about. The Metal inter- Gear Solid yeah, gang. The intersection of. <laughs> I wonder of Zero Suits podcast listeners and it's probably a lot of heads. You think so? It's probably a lot of people. Yes. I'm willing to bet it's like 70% of our listenership. At least. Fair. Email us at zerosuitspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your favorite Metal Gear solid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just put it in the subject line. That's fine. Psychomantis, snake, <laughs> liquid snake, solid wow. snake. Okay. Are there are there that many snakes? There's a lot of snakes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> but doing a lot of that. The paintings uh, are nice too. A lot of painting. Yeah. I found the paint in the basement of the house, so it's it's house paint. And whenever I get really into something, I go I go down a rabbit hole and do a bunch of research, and you know I found out a lot of the action painters from the 50s and 60s used house paint and so i've been doing a lot of like drip painting and pour painting because i don't have a brush yeah it's been really therapeutic to just make without stakes yeah and without language that's been really, really. <laughs> That's what this presidency has reduced us to. <laughs> it's like, finger like painting finger in the basement. In the attic. <laughs> in the attic. Lights off. <laughs> Rocking slowly yeah, back and dude. forth. <laughs> dude. <laughs> it's that deep. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. everything else is pretty boring. Same old, same old. Which is what? We may have many new listeners. Okay. Well, so I'm helping students with their college essays. Mm -hmm. That's been going pretty good. Right now, we're in the thick of regular decision season. So like UCs were due today, the day of recording. Mm -hmm. Uh, A whole bunch of schools are due. (laughs) That sounded really sacred. The day of recording. The day of recording. (laughs) Our (laughs) annual day of recording. (laughs) Bring the bodies. And December 1st to December 15th are like the mad rush to get your applications in. So okay, it's pretty busy. Okay. And then continuing with editing, it's been a bit of a challenge. I'm having some kind of like blue light sensitivity mm-hmm. thing going on. So I actually can't sit in front of the computer for more than like an hour and a half or two hours at a time. Yeah. And then I get kind of dizzy and nauseous and this actually happened to me once in grad school yikes uh and i had to take like a week away from the computer vacation Vacation time. (laughs) i was like i can't grade shit staycation (laughs) um and so i think it just might be happening again like a combination of eye strain and yeah you spend quite a bit of time on the computer so lanre's wearing my special um blue lens cat eye frames right now. <laughs> He's looking very spicy. It's great. Yeah. Cool. How are you? You want to come up to the... Oh, uh, I'm fine where I am. To the, <laughs> to the pulpit? Sure, I'm come to the pulpit. Pulpit? <laughs> Let me prance on over. I don't have church clogs. I have ballerina slippers. So you forgot to mention all the food that you made for our harvest oh, for, thanks, for harvest thankful day. day. And it was great, except turkey's gross. Turkey's gross and dry, and I don't, I don't get it. And I don't get why we keep suffering through this stupid bird 
that's not at all moist. Okay. Did I, I mention that turkey's dry? I didn't want to tell everybody about it, okay? Well, but now you've, <laughs> we're now that you've just blown up the spot. Hey, hey, we had get a, back to your seat. We had a, <laughs> I'm a, this no, is my me, it's experience. my story. <laughs> we're the ushers. Let me share my... <laughs> yes, we had a bit of a turkey emergency. Yes. For a variety of reasons. <laughs> you won't get Look into... Look passive voice. <laughs> uh, what's the phrasing? Uh, mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. <laughs> uh, the turkey ended up both uh, burned and underdone. <laughs> Pretty amazing, actually. It's, it's uh, like modern science is, will probably have something to say about this. Yes. In, in After many years, years of <laughs> research. So I'm going to just shove you aside while I just take over the pulpit for a it's second. Fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'll be here texting. So I've made a turkey every year. I think I might have mentioned this in past yeah, since November you were six years episodes, old, right? Since I was like 15. <laughs> so I've made I've made a turkey every year for the past 16, 17, 18 years. Mm-hmm. And it's my white whale. I want to perfect the whole roasted turkey in the oven. And, and you never will. And I've, <laughs> I've done it one time. I, like in my mid-20s, I made the juiciest. Your mid-20s? I made the juiciest turkey. So this was like seven it, years ago. It was like ago. seven years ago. I made the juiciest turkey. And I just haven't been able to get back to the pinnacle. <laughs> to get back. And so, and so, this, is, this is starting to make me sad. So anyway, long story short, I tried a new method, a buttermilk brine method that... Didn't make the turkey juicy or flavorful for some reason. <laughs> Two things you really want and, for uh, a turkey. And that was that on that. So anyway. I can come back. You can to the, you can come back into you. the I just wanted to share it. To from, clarify just how bad it was. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for those details. So yeah, I've been pretty much in the same place mentally as Lamre, I think. Just not finger painting, but definitely <laughs> rocking myself slowly in bed whenever I wasn't having to like teach or be in meetings or other things that required just above my lowest brain setting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the semester is almost over and I'm so excited to have my head back, to have yeah. my brain back. It's really, really, I'm very juiced for that. And I'm hoping to, I'm not going to put a million things on my plate, which is what I tend to do with mm. breaks where it's like, I'm going to try and cure for cancer and then I'm going to watch all these things. Okay. I'm going to catch up on every series. No. First week, I'm just going to drink water every day. Okay. <laughs> that is my big goal is right. to just like drink more water, I'm hydrate. have this episode queued up the second you sign up. Is for- that very nice? What? No, it's just that we're just holding each other accountable here in 2020. You're only holding me accountable. There's nothing. (laughs) Is there something I can hold you accountable for? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I'll be thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) I won't share with you what I'm going to hold you accountable Uh, for, but I will be holding you accountable. This is the accountability of love. Oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's all that is. Got it. Yeah. Cool. So drinking water sounds great. Yeah, so I'll be doing that, and um, that's really it. Let me get off the pulpit or away from it. Sure. And, uh, yeah, I just, I don't feel like the people want to hear about me, like, what shows on Netflix I have been, been yeah. like, what? Like, that's the, the, would be the most exciting contribution to this, just, yeah, besides grinding it out. All right. Okay, cool. So let us start our episode right, and what are, are we, we talking about talking about no. today oh <laughs> no i ask you we're rusty 
what we're talking about. Okay. So today we're talking about rabbit holes, our favorite ones through the pandemic and how we came to them. Cool. Bye. Or wait. See you soon. All right. So we're back. All right. It occurred to me that we closed out the last episode with me being like, nobody wants to hear the Netflix bullshit I've been watching. And then our whole episode is just about the bullshit that we've been getting into. Right. So sorry if you were excited by me saying that. We lied. Yeah. You're stuck here with us and our bullshit. Yeah. But it's okay. It's fun. Um, so what's a rabbit hole to you? What is a rabbit hole? Yeah, like what is it? What? How would you define going down or entering a YouTube rabbit hole? How do you know you're you're in one? I think you're in one when you can't remember how you got there. Okay. <laughs> you know, there's all of these. We'll talk about this in a second, but all of these communities and spaces that I am in and know about, but I can't tell you the first thing that I watched that got me to that place. Mm. You know. So I think it's like you can only tell, what, which is really scary, but right. <laughs> you can only tell when you're like knee deep in this shit. Like, oh, oh, wait a minute. Like, where's the exit? Like, right. where, where's the entrance? Right. So I don't know. What do you think a rabbit hole is? So, so to me, one of the defining features of a rabbit hole is the ratio between interest and benefit for oh, me. You are... So- <laughs> So it's like high interest, low benefit, uh-huh. and then not being able to figure out how you got in there. And to me, that's how I define rabbit holes. Wow. If there's a Wikipedia entry for this, I feel like you have a mathematical formula for <laughs> determining if and when something is a rabbit hole. You should work with YouTube. Yeah. So when I talk about my particular rabbit holes, that's where I'm coming from. Almost all okay. of it is extraordinarily high interest Mm -hmm. willing to stay up at all hours of the night Mm -hmm. for this one thing but at a certain point like diminishing returns (laughs) (laughs) just like almost no returns on continuing down the rabbit hole Hmm. that's interesting I mean yeah I can see that because it's not you're not saying that it's low stakes it can be something that's high stakes but the deeper you get in the less that you're actually right getting from these okay I right. see what you're saying yeah uh so all that being said mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to tell us about one of your rabbit holes Sure. I am so into the beauty community on YouTube. Yeah. That shit is crazy to me. As like a spectator and as someone who I've realized this through being in a relationship with you, but you are fascinated by absurdity, right? And and through like authors like George Saunders, you love to see these low stakes scenarios play out where people feel an inflated sense of like the urgency and the beauty community on YouTube (laughs) is like the prime space to watch people act out these low stakes (laughs) battles over hair vitamins and like like, whose concealer really works, you know, like all of this stuff that is so stupid, that is so stupid. And it's not to say that there aren't like important 
conversations that are to be had. So I think the way that I got into this rabbit hole was probably, I'm thinking about myself, it was probably out of necessity. Mm. I was going on tour a lot more and needed to figure out how to do my makeup. Mm. And I didn't know how to do my makeup. So I'm imagining that at some point I looked up makeup tutorials. And the person that I'm, I'm most aware of is someone named Jackie Ina. She's Nigerian American and she's been this like amazing advocate for dark skinned black women on YouTube to be able to do their makeup. Like she tries out things and products and she's been a huge voice for forcing basically brands to deal with the fact that they haven't represented skin tones past a certain mm. um, depth for a really long time, you know? So that, that really interested me. But then of course, cause I'm messy as shit she would throw a little bit of shade here or be like I'm not like this person and then I would be like well who is that person <laughs> and so then I would get pulled into these other spaces where people were making videos about other beauty youtubers and the gossip the drama the like lies the deception between folks like James Charles or uh Tati Westbrook uh Jeffree Star who fucking sucks is a terrible human being like oh. Hold on, uh, there's one you're forgetting that you taught me about. Jacqueline Hill. Jacqueline Hill. <laughs> Jacqueline <Yeah>. Schill. <laughs> She's always shilling products at people. <laughs> So, yeah, it's, it's like, wrestling. like oh, no, but it right? really is. It really is. If you look up the channel Smoky Glow and she the person who runs that page has all of these like kind of long form YouTube videos where she talks about the the histories or the downfalls of these particular YouTubers. And it's really amazing to see the same trajectory played mm. out over and over again, where someone will be doing something they love. They'll get a lot of like fame and acclaim for it. Brands will weasel their way in mm. and like, then they'll be exposed for being terrible humans mm. <laughs> or they'll become terrible humans in the process of millions of people coming to them for a very specific thing. Right. And so like, there's something really human I think in watching these things unfold but there's also something really fascinating and like I get to be removed from it because I don't really care yeah. just about human nature and people flying too close to the sun or like what it means to be um, beholden to your audience yeah. in 2020 just the ways you see people wrestle with like relatability for example becomes this really big thing when people switch over from being quote unquote relatable to right. like you know larger believing the hype or yeah larger than life mm -hmm. and that is a consistent theme among these like bigger hmm. youtube makeup folks and so yeah it's just and, and even just the term the beauty community is so funny to me <laughs> like the whole thing is it's to me, it's been incredible seeing where people can build community. Like, if anything, oh, you can build community out of anything. So do you have to be in a certain mood or in a certain mindset to, to enter the beauty community rabbit hole? Or is it, or is it like a relaxation thing? Or is it just mm. anytime, anywhere? Any place, wherever I can get wherever it. I can. <laughs> I think it's like a background thing at this point. Yeah, but the exception of the, the yeah, it's like yeah. I, I mean, the part of it that I'm also not sharing because I'm just making myself sound like a really messy bitch right now is that 
I also actually do like seeing people transform their faces, especially some of the more advanced gurus, right? They'll start off in a way where it's like, how's this going to make any sense? And then somehow they'll like finagle it and then look stunning at the end. So it's just, it's like a masterclass in every single episode where people are actually doing their makeup. Wow. Okay. So yeah, there's some, there's a little bit of edification. Mostly it's just messiness, but there's some edification there. And and you recommended which channel? The Something Glow? Oh, Smoky Glow. Smoky Glow. Any other chant? And Jackie Ina. And Jackie Ina. Any other Nima Tang, N-Y-M-A. Tang, um, she's great. Those are the only people I can co-sign at this time because everybody <laughs> else is trash. That's what I'm learning is that you only, once you get past like 300,000 subscribers, you will be embroiled in a scandal. Mm, and, and more likely than not, it will reveal you to have done some shady fucking shit. And if you are non-black, probably racist. <laughs> like, that is how it is on YouTube. Like, it's like, oh, okay. The racist tweets emerge. We go through the, the cycle. It's just incredible. It's yeah. just incredible how many of these folks felt the need to talk about how much they don't like black people or whatever in their earlier parts of their lives. Like, do y'all just wake up and tweet that shit and unprompted? (laughs) It's really weird. So that's one of my millions of rabbit holes is the beauty community, people doing makeup on YouTube. Nice. What about you? Oh goodness. Where to begin? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let me start with, I have a couple. Yeah. And I'm not going to go in depth because it's not quite as character based okay. as the beauty community. <laughs> I feel like I know what this is. <laughs> what? What is you it? You can say it. No, what is it? Is it knives? <laughs> <laughs> it's true is it that knives, knives? are... <laughs> Part of the knife community. <laughs> there definitely is a knife community. Wow. There definitely is a chef knife oh, okay. community. On YouTube. Okay. Who are the power players? Oh, you said there's no characters. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the power players. No knife community uh, gurus gurus have over 5,000 subscribers. Okay. Well, it looks like there's an opening for someone (laughs) who's savvy enough. But what is really, really nice about the knife community is... That, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Is that a, a sentence you ever thought that you I, were... It's great. It's great. It's great. Okay, go okay. ahead. So what is really nice about the knife community is that the knife community is full of nerds, right? And so there are a lot of... That's what's nice about it? Yeah. So there's just... There's a lot of shit talking about the various strengths and weaknesses of different <laughs> knives. <laughs> styles and brands Mm -hmm. right and so people get very very upset so for example i went down knife youtube because i needed to buy a new knife Mm -hmm. i I have an Mm all-purpose chef's knife and it's really dull and it's become impossible to sharpen Mm -hmm. i've taken it to get sharp it just won't get sharp Mm -hmm. so i need a new knife and i really started reflecting on what i use our chef's knife for and it's Mm -hmm. mostly vegetables so Mm -hmm. i was like oh let me get a nakiri I love this content, by the way. <laughs> Is it great? Yeah. It's great content. Losing subscribers as we speak. It's great content. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I need a Nikiri knife. So I go on YouTube and I just want to figure out, like, how do you use it? What, what is it good for? What can't you use it for? 
And all of a sudden, you, I get all these videos of people using nakiri knives. And, mm. and so a nakiri is a Japanese knife. It's mm -hmm. a vegetable knife. Mm -hmm. And what's really, really great <laughs> is that the first 10 videos you find on YouTube, there's some guy, mm -hmm. random guy, in like a chef's outfit yeah. telling you how to use the knife. And in the comments... Everybody is just like, you're using it wrong. <laughs> you're messing up. That's not how you cut with it. And they're earnestly, they're earnestly, not just like Earnestly him. like, that's not how you cut with it. Um, wrong knife for that. This is just <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and it's just, it's amazing how passionate, mm -hmm. you know, in those 15 comments you'll get on the video, how passionate people are. Yeah. So the passion that people have about like the differences between mm -hmm. German knives and Japanese knives, mm -hmm. I find to be really interesting, especially because at this point, there's not that much of a difference. <laughs> Ooh, I hope the folks in I know, knife, in knife tube don't find this. <laughs> You'll be flayed and slayed. So, I know, literally. I just, I just love the passion that people have about their knives. Do you the hardness, have that passion? The hardness of a knife is, huh? Are you developing don't that Don't let passion? me get started. What? Am I developing that oh, passion? <laughs> It turns out there are all these people who just try different knives on YouTube. They sit there and the whole video is them cutting vegetables. It's got this like... <laughs> is it soothing? ASMR? ASMR? It's got this ASMR vibe. They just they just chop bell peppers. They slice um, tomatoes he's, really, he's really He's moving thinly. his hand in the motion of the cutting, <laughs> by the way, right now. So it's really satisfying to see people just chop lots of vegetables. <laughs> Because I do that. <laughs> and it's really relatable in that way. Relatable <laughs> content. <laughs> this is really dumb. I know this is, but this is the point of a rabbit hole. I'm not getting much of anything out of this. And I think the little kid in me is still fascinated by knives and mm -hmm. sharp objects. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't get adult scissors until I was like 12 or something. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? So there's something kind of... Um, the word I'm looking for. transgressive yeah about an incredibly sharp knife yeah and I just really enjoy seeing people handle a knife really well and yeah. a knife tube is just brilliant at doing that and the little fights and battles about which kind of knife is best mm -hmm. is just great yeah it's just great I like to play it before I go to sleep. In addition to knives, Ron Ray also loves swords. I do like swords. And there's a show, it's now on Netflix, but before that he was, how were you watching it? YouTube. On YouTube yeah. called, what is it? Forged in Fire. Forged in Fire. That ha is one of the most ridiculous shows I've ever seen in my life. Like, just like you can make community out of anything, you can create like a reality, a competitive reality show out of anything. So in this case, they're asked to b make their own weaponry. <laughs> well, to be clear, they're okay. asked to make their own, to make uh, replicas of ancient weapons. <laughs> what? You said it like that was, oh, okay. All well, right. it's just not, it's just not like whatever you want, okay. right? It's ancient. <laughs> it's like. Sorry, Forged in Fire community. <laughs> so they make these ancient weapons. And then what's really great is like when somebody wins, you know, they win the $10,000 prize and you know they're crying because, <laughs> because they're crying because they're like Russian acts, just like chopped cleanly through this pig carcass and it's, like, <laughs> it's still there it's like, like bringing tears to their eyes it's it's uh yeah i think it's great yeah <laughs> so yeah that's that yeah okay well 
I don't know. I don't know which one it. of ours is, <laughs> is can you top, stranger. Can you top that? I don't think I can. I was going to say that I go down skincare tube, but it's pretty similar to the beauty community in terms of, you know, people just recommending cool stuff. There's a lot less drama, at least as far as I know. There was a little bit of drama when Rihanna dropped her skincare line okay. because a lot of the drama. influencers were, didn't know how to respond because it had products that a lot of them had denounced in earlier videos. Oh, like ingredients. Ingredients. Oh, okay. Yeah, formulas. Formulas. <laughs> and so you- That's a, that's a skincare- Vernacular, is that right? Formula. Uh, formula. I see that more in beauty YouTube sure. when talking about Great. like you know um, eyeshadows and other pal like pal beauty palettes and stuff like that. Great. But anyways, <laughs> I feel like I'm lecturing right now. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me to <laughs> speak today. <laughs> People, like, people, I can speak more on this than I can about any fucking yeah, musical no. topic. It's weird. <laughs> well, it's weird how quickly you feel like an expert. That, that's the danger. Watching a few YouTube videos. I think it, it's like two or three. Yeah. And suddenly you know all the vernacular and language. Sucked right in. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. And we know better because, you know, I feel like we know how long and how much work expertise actually takes. But mm -hmm. it, it does feel really nice to watch a few videos and be like, I understand. Right, <laughs> right. So I was gonna talk about skincare too, but while you were talking, I realized that another rabbit hole I kind of recently went down is like this very particular lifestyle YouTuber named Emma Chamberlain. And not because I get any value and not because I think she's particularly interesting, but because I don't understand her at all. Hmm. I don't understand her. And she's one of the biggest YouTubers on the planet. Hmm. Like this, this woman, um, she has made a lot of money through YouTube. Hmm. But if you watch her videos, she does, she's, it's literally her making coffee and being like, oh, today's crazy. And then she'll like burp. And hmm. that's like, the, it's like, she's just, manufactures quote unquote relatable content and her videos will have millions and millions and millions of views. And so I watched a whole bunch of her videos because I was just trying to understand. And then I was like, is this what happens when you get older? Like you just, you just can't understand. Like there's actually no access point or like, mm. will something happen where it'll be like, okay, I get it. Or is it just a function of like somebody making videos while you're growing up, it's your formative years, and then they just become a part of your life? Like, is it a matter of when you start watching these videos that enables her to be so, so do you captivating? Do you have a particular theory for her and why she's so interesting or, or like? I mean, people have talked a lot about her. One of my favorite YouTubers, uh, as told by Kenya. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. She's talked about the relatable white girl trend and this way of being on YouTube hmm that involves like teens kind of, uh, you know, I don't know how to say this without being shady, but like bland, like, <laughs> you know, not particularly showy or looking like they um, are special, mm. like white girls just doing shit, just kind of doing shit that's not really, no crazy content. Like, oh, now I'm gonna go to Starbucks and sit in my car and be like, that's it. And then the video will end. Millions of views. Con consistently, constantly. And so, you know, there have been think pieces and stuff about this. People have talked about the 
like the brilliance or the thought behind how someone like Emma Chamberlain is able to present herself. Like it's not just her, even though she presents as like, I'm just doing whatever. Right. There's a lot of thought that goes into that, which I understand happens with everything that seems effortless. Mm. Like you, it obscures the amount of work that goes into it. Right. But even knowing that there's an, a certain amount of work that goes into her videos, I still can't access what it is about her that has made her so spectacular. So I keep going back. So I can, and maybe that's what happened with everybody. Maybe every person passed like the 500,000th person yeah. was just like, what is happening here? And then kept trying to figure out what is happening here. Yeah. So that's huh. one rabbit hole that I, that feels weird because I'm contributing to this person that I don't really get or care for yeah but i want to understand and wait and what's can you just i'm trying to imagine this content i can show you so yeah i can show you let me pull up a video okay she sells coffee now This is like how the whole rest of the video is. Okay. So it's just the last thing that I'll say about it is that I think part of it is that it has the way that she edits in watching it with you. I'm remembering that she has a particular editing style Mm -hmm. that speaks to, I think, how people move in the moment. Like the way that she cuts, the way that there's like these Ken Burns sudden zooms, like that's a kind of internet, like an internet language mm. or humor style. But you hear me, I'm like grasping at straws trying to understand why there's like 5.2 million people who are like, yes, this is the content that I want. So you're at the bleeding edge, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what's your, it's another rabbit hole for you. Uh, Okay, so here's a recent one. Financial scandals. Oh my God, that's one of mine. We finally like synced too, because usually I'm into financial scandals when you're into like shitty action movies. Yeah. And then we'll, I'll never be into shitty action movies, but I'll find something else to get into when you're into financial scandals. Right, yeah. So I'm an expert, basically, on- From the depression From the Great Depression- to 2008. Bernie Madoff, don't forget that. We got Madoff. We've got Enron. I mean, come Smartest on. Smartest guys in Smartest, the room. Quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, savings and loans in 1987. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, doctor. <laughs> doctor Akinsuku. You know, I used to want to be an economist in college. I thought I was going to be really? an economist. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't Can even. Imagine? What are economists like? Um, I don't even know what the stereotype of an economist is. So when I was at Berkeley, Robert Reich, Mm -hmm. who worked in the Clinton administration and is like this, I guess, liberal economist. Mm -hmm. He was a professor at Berkeley. Okay. And (laughs) this is a weird story. I took his class. Mm -hmm. He was never there. It was always (laughs) taught. 
It was always. And that's what made you want to be an economist. He's never there, but I would like see him on TV sometimes. But I, I, and I took his class because his name was on it, mm-hmm. but it was always taught by TA every week. That's funny. And I was applying to like fellowships or something, mm-hmm. or, or I knew I wanted to apply to fellowships mm-hmm. and he would have office hours. So in the middle of the semester, I had just found out about office hours. This is like my junior or senior year. I had no idea. Oh, as office, a concept. As, a, as an idea. Okay. I had never been to, but I was like, I need to start going to his office hours. <laughs> okay. So I would go to his office hours and it would be so awkward because <laughs> I was like getting a C in the class. I couldn't understand like macroeconomics, uh-huh. the curves. They were just beyond me. What were you hoping to achieve? I wanted him to write me a literary oh, recommendation. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, Interesting what, strategy. I know. <laughs> I know. I should have been more strategic. But mm-hmm. I I just found out about what office hours Yeah, were. yeah, for sure. So, no judgment. Uh, so I went to like five or six of his office hours. And then and then a whole summer passed. Mm-hmm. And I, we didn't talk or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I needed some letters of recommendation. And I showed up. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> And I was like, hey. You're that guy? I was like, hey, can you give me? And it was just so funny because he felt so bad. He felt so bad. I could tell he had no idea who I was, but I was really nice. <laughs> That's he, hella awkward. He was like, sure, sure. And, you know, I think he must have just pulled some generic. Lon <laughs> Ray is great at what he, he does. He is great. He is a pleasure. And I recommend him highly, sincerely. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so now we're talking about financial scandals. So financial scandals. So I really like to watch documentaries on financial scandals when I can't sleep. It's like a hmm. very specific thing. Like just a couple days ago, it must have been yep. 2 or 3 a.m. I do it too. I don't know why financial scandals well, let's appeal to me really late at night. It's hard to say. I they appeal to me throughout the day. <laughs> I will watch financial so scandals what are you in it, throughout the what day. What are you in it for? Well, again, it's like this human yearning to figure out like what is wrong with people? Yeah. What is wrong with people? What is the edge of greed? Right. A lot of these documentaries do a great job of creating these like horrifying moments and horrifying people in like painting them in like human lenses. So it's not that you feel bad right. for freaking Bernie Madoff, but you have a sense of like where that comes from. Yeah. And I don't know why, what that insight is going to yield for me. Maybe it's like, cause Trump is around and you want to know right. what goes into a fucking sociopathic megalomaniac right. person. So I, so greed is really interesting to me because I think it's one of the things I least understand. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was, I forget who I was telling the other day, but I was just talking about how I suck at making money. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. I'm not great at making money. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know what it's like to be driven by money or power. It is just like this curiosity about these kinds of people. And this happens so often. One would think that, I don't know, bankers would learn. No. But you see the same, the same shit happens. Like yeah. every 20 years, yeah. they just blow up the economy. 
<laughs> like yeah. every 20 or 30 years. I mean, I think that the, another part of it, as we were talking and I'm thinking about what draws me to it is the fear. What would it take for me to be that person? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that there's something I'm trying to figure out there about, like, is there something fundamentally different? Right. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're a white dude of a certain position and privilege, you have a sense of power and ownership in a way that a lot of other people don't. Mm -hmm. But I am curious about what's the distinction between someone who nurtures that space and then someone who takes advantage of it, right. like really trying to understand is money fundamentally a corrupting force? Right. Is power fundamentally a corrupting force? Or is there something about these folks? Because then it's like, are we all susceptible to like ending up in a situation where we're taking advantage of people mm. and we can't even see that mm. and we don't even have the understanding. So yeah, I think that there's at, at my core, I'm also curious about how people transform and are not aware of it yeah. or don't care. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's a, a rabbit hole that I will always go to. Always. A well that you will uh, return to every time night. and time again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I have about 60,000 more of these. But I really, <laughs> in the interest of time, I will not go into them. And I am actually genuinely curious about folks' rabbit holes. Like, there's something really interesting about hearing, like, people that you've known and connected with, like, these very weird side interests. I don't think anybody knows that I am so sort of invested in like beauty YouTube right. <laughs> or skincare YouTube that I really know the dynamics of what's going on. I know the players. Like I could write a brief history yeah. <laughs> like how, of how the beauty community on YouTube has unfolded. So yeah, we would love to know more about like, what are the little things that you're into? What makes you laugh and smile or get through the day? What communities are you part of? Are you part of the knife community? <laughs> Yeah, shout out to the knife community. Yeah. To be in the knife community. And if not, what would it take to get you into the knife community? I feel like Cutco it probably um, tainted. I wonder if there's anyone who does a history of knife communities. Mm -hmm. uh, do you know Cutco? No. And the, I don't know if Cutco was the company, but there was some pyramid scheme oh. that was framed around knives, like selling people. <laughs> like door-to-door -door knives. Yeah, like knives. And you could buy them on TV, but it was like a whole thing. And so maybe the, the knife community is repairing <laughs> and healing after yeah. like a very scandalous time. But true, true. I do recall that there was a major issue with this uh, Cutco, I think. Don't sue me. Don't send me a cease and desist, Cutco. I've learned about that too through YouTube scandals. <laughs> yeah, you forgot to mention <laughs> the cease, the number of cease and desist. Several that, cease and desists that, that people will receive. <laughs> and now it's gotten so crazy that there's a lawyer on YouTube who, like, everyone goes to her because oh, she can unpack, like, the legal proceedings that the, the um, like the lawsuits at litigation. She, I think she's a former DA. Uh -huh. <laughs> Her channel has thousands of views. Just being like, this is why this beauty YouTuber is suing this person. And you can see here, like she'll go through right. the exhibits and stuff. It's like, why am I learning legal terms right now to know why this to. person is mad about this person selling hair vitamins? It's a must. Like Inango, do your work. It's a must. 
<sighs> so anyways. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. We want to hear from you all. Want to make sure you're doing okay. If yeah. you're not, that's okay too. It is okay. So let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what rabbit holes you uh, journey into. Mm-hmm. And if you love the game Metal Gear Solid, don't forget. Don't forget. Zero Suits Podcast at gmail.com. Your favorite character. Favorite character in the subject line. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Stay tuned for the affirmation. Bye. Love you. Bye. I am important. I am important. No, seriously, I'm really cool. No, seriously, I'm really cool. I will remember. I will remember. That even if it's hard. That even if it's hard. The difficulty is part of the process. The difficulty is part of the process. And these challenges make me better for having experienced them. And these challenges make me better for having experienced them. My brilliance is not a fluke. My brilliance is not a fluke. I am a gift. I am a gift. I have inherent value. I have inherent value. I am qualified. I am qualified. Bye, everyone.